Hi. Hi. Welcome to another nasty, notorious, noisy episode of our podcast, Bottoms Up, where we talk about anything and everything gay. Hi, gay. Hi, gay. (laughs) Tighten your goggles and secure your flippers because we're going Bottoms Up. Splash. (laughs) Splish, splash, you're taking a bath. Uh Uh-oh. Can I hear your eyelash? Yeah, when I flutter on the microphone, can you hear it? All right. Do do you hear like you're being tickled? (coughs) Stop that. Okay, everybody. giggling? Everybody say goodbye to the AC. Goodbye, AC. Goodbye to the AC and hello to an hour of torture. (sighs) She does that like delayed turn off just so you get a little bit more, just a little 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 bit more goodness. Yeah. Now you girls will be getting the... You will be getting the washer and dryer this episode. I don't care. I'm sorry. That's true. Sorry about it. So, We're also so thin from like sweating our way through this pod this summer. <laughs> <laughs> sweating well, all the fat off. Yeah, this apartment turns into a sauna whenever we record. Did you know we could do a whole episode on heat, so we'll do it another time. But I have this girl in high school who would literally sleep in the attic above her garage in summertime in like three black trash bags just to make herself sweat and get skinny. See, like and she was real thin. That's an eating disorder. Mm-hmm. And, that's but she sick. was she was real. Thin. I guess it's not an eating disorder. It's just like it's a, a sweat disorder. That's sick. Because she did eat every day. You feel like you've told me about that. But she sweat. That's also the girl that got me to do crack that time. Okay, so <laughs> <laughs> hope you're not hope you're not listening, mom. <laughs> first first minute first <laughs> minute. Oh my god! Welcome back to Bottoms Fucking Up, where Kyler does crack. <laughs> Wow. One time. One. <laughs> you do something once and they label you for life. <laughs> uh, like a Mean Girls where she like ate that hot dog. It was and, one time. It was one time, literally. <laughs> Sharon Needle like makes out with hot dogs, something like that. <laughs> you say Sharon Needles? Sharon Needles. Okay. Because I couldn't remember the girls' <laughs> okay. names. Okay. Tracy Martell. Tracy Martell. Um, we do need to have a conversation about why... The ice pops in the freezer are not freezing. Will not freeze. People, they've been in there. Does anyone work at Ice Pop Inc. and can write So first in? of all, these are just like your typical ice pops. Everyone knows them, like the classic. The nothing, classic goodie multicolor, the, the tube, the, the tube, tube nothing special. Mm-hmm. Like they come liquid, you put them in, they freeze. They have been in there. Like they're since coming on their fourth day. At Thurs- this point. What was my day off? Thursday? Friday. The- Today's Friday. When did. When did I go to the movies? What day was that? Wednesday. They have been in there since since Wednesday. Wednesday, Mm -hmm. And there are only a couple of the flavors that will freeze. And no, but didn't even you said one, like, I'm making up a color, but like for the green one, like two of the greens froze and the third one didn't. I don't know. And we've tried different places in the freezer. Yeah. Everything else in that freezer is rock rock hard. Solid. (laughs) Rock hard. Like, Frigid. But though some of these things won't freeze, and I don't know if the formula's off on them. I don't know if I should just stick a straw in the ones that aren't frozen and just sit Drink sip. them up. Like I mean um. because the thing is they're ice cold. I mean, they are cold, mm-hmm. but they just will not. But that oh, they are cold, the liquid feels cold. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's like, like an ice pack that just won't do its job. What shot. else besides alcohol won't freeze in the freezer? It's scary. Well, maybe there is alcohol in there. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Oh, do you hear that? No. <laughs> I don't. And neither do they. <laughs> listen. I hear two bottoms talking. Listen. Okay. Or, a, or a bottom and a top. Yeah, exactly. A bottom and a fucking verse top. For season two, do expect a name change. <laughs> uh, do expect a rebranding. No, but I was talking to Roberto about this today, and I said, being a bottom is not just a sexual position. It's a mindset. You know, like it's once a you're, lifestyle. Yeah, once you're a well, bottom. And let's be honest. I may be topping, but I'm living the lifestyle of a, of a bottom. Yeah, man. And I, it's funny. I was just walking and thinking to myself today, I would never be a top in a relationship. You know what I mean? Maybe like I would top them sometimes, but ultimately I want to be, be the bottom. Yeah, I don't picture myself in a relationship where like my main job is being the top. Never. Yeah, no. Just like fun here and there with people, but. Well, I think. For it, because you, you said it's a lifestyle. I think for you, it's coming down to like when you're topping, like not random people, but when you're just t- kind of like ha- like hooking up with these 
more like whatever people, the prep that goes into bottoming for potentially like just a three minute hookup. Yeah, like something that as of not my being worth it. Tight yeah, come you fast. yeah. Like I'm sorry. Ding. You end up Pocket pussy. being like, what the fuck? It wasn't worth it. Mm-hmm. But when you top, it's just like. Bing bang boom. It's you guys. Bing bang boom. Sing sing top. Ding ding dong. Top. Um, <laughs> Kyle is a top. Um, no, but it's so easy. Is a lie. <laughs> <laughs> and I know we've said it before, but seriously, being a top so easy. And I don't know what you all are complaining about. Um, you're gonna that, have to bleep his name, but it's a top. Just say yes or no. Me and no names. I, me, me and me and another somebody. Me and another coworker. Well, I love how that text ding sounds like the ding we use when we're like promoting it something does. on the pod. <laughs> ding, ding. Um, I was talking to another coworker whilst we were all downstairs. Wh- at, whilst we were co-working. At talking about... <laughs> talking I was about, talking to a coworker while co-working, co-working. in our co-workerial workspace. <laughs> Bam. Um, and we were talking about... Shush! Oh my God. New York's crazy tonight. Like it's Friday gang. night, baby. Wait, hold on. Gang, gang. <laughs> Uh oh, she hit the pen and she's coughing. Shut up! I didn't hit anything. Mm-hmm. Um, you yourself got hit. Well, mm-hmm. baby, that—that's that, a story for another day. Baby, that's another episode. Um, fuck! What was I saying? What was I? Well, you were to talking you? to your coworker. Oh yeah, well, I was talking to my coworkers while we were coworking in our coworker space that we work in. Um, we were talking about like gay shit and like sex positions and whatever, and then. He walked away, and then my other coworker was like, um, "Did you ask him yet?" And I said, "No." And she said, "I need to know if he's a top or bottom." <laughs> and I, she said, she was like, "Just like bring it up, like I don't know." Oh, here Jesus, we go. She's the shaking. She was like, "Just bring it up, just like bring it up, like I don't know, like just in just a couch. discreet way." And I was like, "How do I ask him if he's a top or bottom in a discreet way?" Br- br- bring it up during like the daily chat and while you're catching him up, up on like the daily progress. Should I just call him right now and say, "Me and Kyler want to know"? Yeah, <laughs> the fans are curious. <laughs> they are. Well, now I have a reason to ask <laughs> for the fans. Yeah, for the fans because they're knocking the doors down for the fans. Ooh. 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 Ah! And that brings us to today's topic, retail. Everybody's favorite fucking thing. It's my favorite. It's the moment. Well, yeah, I mean, I'm pretty new to the retail world. Welcome. But I not really. I mean, retail has so many that there's clothing retail. Technically, um, drink and food places are considered retail. Also, I did work at Collegiate House. And that was also retail though. But a lot of like in the business world, they retail's like really storefront. Yeah, that's right. All like it's in. that's retail. Yeah. So I'm really um, not. So you've been in the the industry for a minute. You're newer to the clothing retail space. Yeah. But um, maybe a car dealership's considered retail. I don't know. You know, you're retailing goods. Yeah, you're selling and buying um, goods. And have we ever looked up what the word retail means? No. Like we- why? Why? Like why is it called retail? Is it you know, re-hyphen-tail. What are we retailing? Well, yeah. Uh, uh, um, what are we retailing and what are we retelling? What's the history of the work? Huh. All that's coming up is, huh. I looked up, why is retail called... Oh. Uh, it's not, it it, like it was user error. User error. Oh, okay, okay. Um, okay, ready? The word retail comes from the old French verb... Per... Chantelier. Comes from the old French verb tailor, meaning to yes. cut off, mm-hmm. clip, pair, divide in terms of tailoring. It was first recorded as a noun in 1433 with the meaning of a sale in small quantities from the middle French verb retailer, per. meaning a piece cut off, shred, scrap, pairing. So it's like kind no, of clothes, clothing specific related, but like... I can't believe I've been at this and never knew that. I know, right? Eh. That's a fun fact you can put in the good vibes show. Oh, literally. For all the girlies that don't know, I started working retail when I was 15. So I've been at it for a minute. I went to school for fashion merchandising. She's a veteran. So I'm, I'm a vet um, in the retail community. So I am surprised that I've never thought to look up where the word comes from. I'm surprised no, no one like has ever taught you in like a class. Yeah, but it's not really that important. I no, guess, actually, that information's super useless. Yeah, but, but I it's just really fun to know. But I still feel like a teacher would use it as like a. 
fun fact. Like, yeah. you know, like. Yeah. A little, um, a little icebreaker for the squirrels. Correct. For the girls. Um, but we, like, the thing that I'm noticing the most about, like, working at retail versus working at, like, I've also been working since I was 14 or 15, but it's been mainly. Groceries considered retail. Correct. I think. Food, I, I do, I will correct what I said earlier. Beverage, like Starbucks, Dunks, that kind of, that's considered service. Yeah. Service industry. But grocery yeah. is considered retail. 100%. Um, which I totally forgot. So yeah, so you actually were in the retail game at the same time uh, that I was. Uh-huh. Um, and, and what was your experience as a young, sexy... <laughs> Um, object- Cur- curvaceous, uh, obje- curvaceous, objectified bagger. Uh, um, I mean, honestly, like, <laughs> were you a bagger or a cashier? I was a cashier. Um, and cash her, stop, cash her. <laughs> stop and shop was like hell. I've never hell. worked <laughs> anywhere in my life where the time went by slower. Me at TJ like, Maxx. It was like absolutely brutal. My two weeks at TJ Maxx. It was bad. And like, mm-hmm. there was like a smell. Like, there's just like certain <laughs> like smells the, like the tuna in the grocery from the... store. No, it's like from customers. I don't even know how to describe <laughs> it. Like, wow. it's just like a nasty a place to be. It really is. And like during the holidays, oh my God. Like Crazy. Christmas Eve. Yeah, you got to get the honey baked ham. I will say I made some great friends there though. Like me and the girls mm. that work there, it, true it's trauma, trauma bonding. bonding. Like yeah. true, true trauma bonding. And that, I mean, I think that could be said about any job really anywhere, service industry, yeah. that, but like retail is one of those big ones. You trauma bond oh with Oh my God, with your girls. girls. Because if you don't laugh with each other about the things that are going on around you, you will literally- You'll never make it through. Never. Ever. It's the only way. The girls make it work. Yeah, but uh, but Starbucks was the worst job I've ever had, hands down. Hands, hands. No, you no s- competition. Yeah, the hands are down. Um, I, um, I, 100% worse than Stop and Shop. Oh, a million times over. Okay. It's awful. It's demanding. The customers are nasty. The company's not there to back you up. They nasty. will short staff you. They don't give a fuck. Like, it is just... And also, Starbucks, literally, I feel like the... People who sit around and make these drink ideas are like, <laughs> what, what could be the most complicated what, thing? Like, how can I make a drink that is so goddamn like time consuming and Which messy I will to make? Does on the opposite side of that justify Starbucks pricing? Because sometimes that is no, kind of ridiculous. No, it doesn't because they're not paying their employees that money. No, but what I'm saying is you are getting something that's putting. I'm not saying that makes them a good company. What I'm saying is they are charging you because there's a lot more steps in making a Starbucks drink than a Dunk's drink. Right? Because Dunk's has a lot of automated machines that helps. Correct. Starbucks isn't doing anything. They want you to hand pour everything. Exactly. And the other thing with Dunk's is like, like, I mean, I'll say maybe making a like latte or something at Dunkin' Donuts is like, way more difficult than making it at Starbucks because really? their machinery just like isn't as good like they're not I feel like not Dunk's machinery pumps it. N- well they they do it's harder to make as in it. like but whereas like the coffees it's so easy like it's mm. just you can really pump them well easy for me bra- yeah. rocket when you're fucking talented. yeah brain surgery for others hmm. um sorry Burlington but that's not what we're t- <laughs> it's all retail baby yeah, I mean that's that's. But honestly, the what I was gonna say was the kind of like different kinds of like shoppers you'll see. Oh, they they do translate similarly to like. Yeah, but get into it. Talk about it. Well, just like people think. First of all, the dad jokes from anyone. Well, just I'm like, like you think you're funny, and you think you're the first fucking person that's made that observation, and that could go for anything. Yeah. Well, the thing like is, what like any like I don't know like when the heat was out at your store recently. How many customers <sighs> walked and said it's really hot in here because because you didn't know, like and that I'm in a tank top and know. booty shorts right now, yeah, literally dripping on the pro on the product, and they're the Thank first you. to tell you. Thank it's you. It's really hot in here. Thank you for that observation, mm-hmm. gal. Well, because honestly, or, or like I just feel like yeah, no, you go. Emma. A lot it's, of these people are just like. A lot of people in general are just narcissists. Mm-hmm. So a lot of people mm-hmm. are walking into these stores and they're just like, they're so wrapped up in themselves that they do not care. And like, especially when they're going into some places where the clothing is like that expensive, they really yeah. feel like they can just 
do and say absolutely anything. But the thing that really gets me sometimes, like, just tired, like, really, really tired, is when people come in and, like, they're, like, they're acting. Like, they're oh, per- they're yeah. putting on a show, they're performing for you, mm-hmm. and you're, like, it's, like, work to laugh at the jokes. Mm-hmm. And it, I do get to a point where I stop, I do stop laughing, and I do kind of just, like, <laughs> Well, like, I can look at like, them. My face hurts. Like sometimes That's I just what do I it, mean. and I'm like this That's fake, I mean. this fake smile's really hurting. It's, but you can tell, like when somebody leaves, you're like, my jaw hurts. Mm-hmm. Like dead ass. I'm tired. From fake cackling to, to at make anything that, that they said. Yeah, like, licking their ass to make it. Um, we're gonna take a little break, and then <gasps> I have I have something else to talk about. Right. <laughs> Okay, we're back. So the other thing is fucking, oh, bitch. Someone came in today and did it. Of course. Ten minutes before we're closing. Picking up every (laughs) folded item in, and I know he's not going to buy anything. Mm -hmm. I know he's not there to actually make a purchase. He's just like, Mm -hmm. wow, really nice stuff. Really nice stuff. Pick it up and basically whip it across the room. And I'm like, and it's just like... Brandon and I wanted to take a really funny TikTok one time and we never got around to it, but there would (laughs) literally be some customers when we worked in Boston that I swear God would fuck the shit out of the hanger rods. Like, they would come in and to look at stuff. I swear, literally sideswiping stuff at 15 miles an hour, swiping between between the hanging product and would like shove it all to the side and then rough it. It was crazy. Well, one... Ama- and we wanted to do like a super dramatic one of someone like running in and like <laughs> fucking the hanging section up. And was of someone coming in, grabbing two things off the top of a folded pile <laughs> and not even looking at them or feeling them, just whipping them up and on the ground. Um, but the good thing about my store is actually there's a defect in all of the hanging rods. So they Yes, actually- they barely move. But... It does stop people from doing that because you can't really do that. You can't just swipe them. Not at all. Which actually helps us a little. It's good. So, but with the the folding stuff, I saw someone do it the other day. Where they're like, "Do you mind if you know? Do you mind if I open one of these up?" Yeah. <laughs> you know what? I do appreciate you asking, but don't because you're just going to do it anyway. Yeah, but so also like, do don't it. ask if you don't want an answer. Yeah, yeah. I, it means I have I to fold it again. Of course, I don't want you to yeah. pick that up and look at it. And also, and, and then and you did the right thing because you're like, "Is there a size I can, can help I get you that find?" For you? No, 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 but, but you even said, is there a size? Because, like, okay, here's the thing. She looks at it, and maybe she loves it. Why not open up the one that she's potentially going to take home? But no, no, just take the extra small off the And then top. I'll just have and to grab... And then also pull out the size no, that you, know you are going to buy. No, you know, what gets, you know what gets me absolutely fucking feral? <laughs> is when I go... I'm so happy you're in clothing retail now, so we can talk about this. I know, of course. I've done accessories for a while, too, which is a whole other thing. Like, shoes and bags, much easier to merchandise. I'm sure. But clothing is miserable. Yeah. Um, I'm going to take a sip of my bed while you share. Please, always. Um, but, wait, I forget what I was about to... What were we talking Bold about? Size and folds. Oh, oh, oh. What drives me absolutely up a brick fucking wall. No, what you said is what drove you feral. That <laughs> is Colin Farrell. Um, is when I um, say, Hi, Hello, miss. Um, is there a miss. particular size that I can get for you of that, of that garment? Oh no, I'm I'm okay. Thank you. Proceeds to like literally tear take the entire tear like <laughs> literally. She, if you're looking for it, if you're looking for an XL, it's probably at the bottom, babes. So why are you picking up one by one, small, medium, large? Yep. It it it. And then and then they're like, oh no, I'm okay, I'm fine, and continue to do that. And I say, I wasn't asking I was because I was telling you. I wasn't to asking stop. to be like a nice, kind person. I was asking because I want you to stop. It's what going you're doing. to help my job. <laughs> it's going to help me. I want you to stop in your tracks right now. Oh my god. Oh my god. Um it's I mean, bad. I could go on forever with these customers. Well, Please. two two big things for customers. For me, one, the like archetype of customer. I mean, it can vary depending on the store that you're at, but like there's like generally three to four kinds of customers. That's what I wrote. I, I Yeah, yeah. They all think they're so fucking unique. But within 10 seconds of them being in the door, you already know what they're like and you know exactly the lines they're going to drop. And, and you, they all act the same. And you also like, know whether uh, they're going to the, buy the, something the, or the, not. Yeah, and they're like, I own like every... You know what I mean? They're like, oh, I already have that. Like, I already have so many. That I have like 18 of your shirts. Then why are you in here right now? Well, then why are you in here Ask like... <laughs> 
asking me all these questions when you clearly know everything about the brand. And then there would be like these, uh, like at Coach, for example, one of the archetypes was um, young girls who weren't going to purchase anything, but decided to come in with their friends and comment on, oh, my mom has this bag. Oh, yeah, my mom has this. But like that that would just be what they do to their friends or to us as the associates. Like, my mom has this one. There would be a bag that we literally like just dropped and put on the sales for that day. And they would tell their friends like, oh, yeah, my mom has this one at home. I'm like, oh, oh, did she work today yeah. at Coach Faneuil Hall? Wow. Because otherwise, there's no way that she would have that handbag. Ding. There's literally no way. Um, well, and also, they drive me up a lot. And also, no offense, but have you ever heard of the term no loitering? Yeah, no. And like at touristy places, that's what the teens are doing, like malls. Teens. No, at if I worked stores. it, if oh, I worked at the thing is, I've never worked in a mall. Don't. And I well, mean, always make sure you work somewhere where you have natural access to sunlight in the street. Correct. <laughs> Do not work in the middle of the mall. No, time really does not move slower than when working in a mall, except if you're at Yonkers and the Fox River Mall <laughs> working commission shoe sales. You're raking it in. Okay. Okay. Because okay. you're the fierce diva turning the commission. Now, have you like, You've worked for you've worked both commission and like non commission, right? Correct. I prefer a commission, of course. And would you say like obviously commissions more cutthroat? Like hundred percent cutthroat, and I thrive. You love it. I love the drama. I love the drama of like okay. So like (laughs) when you owe someone or someone owes you, Uh it's just fierce. Like you have to like constantly remind them like oh remember yesterday when you like accidentally rung you know my sale under your name like. Like, I'll just remind you next time I see you checking out, like, you know, you can put my number in to give it. I loved that. That was my favorite. <laughs> I mean, there's nothing... Actually, when you owed someone, you didn't care because it's like, haha, I have my money. But there's there's something about, like, really following up on someone. It's yeah. it's like waiting for someone to Venmo you, but even more intense. Yeah. Because you're between me and my check. You're you know between, what I mean? You're, you're in between me so and my like, So you're really following up with that person for two days and you have to be, like, passive about it, too. You're like, I remember two days ago when you accidentally <laughs> rang my sale. Like, like d- d- just don't forget next time you sell a pair of boots today, like, that one's mine. <laughs> just don't forget. And you're holding a gun up under you, your jacket. And then what you have to do is, like, when they go about to check their customer out, you, like, go up and you grab the shoebox from them and you'll be like, oh, I'll ring, I'll ring this up for you. Because, like, like, I used still need to pump under my number. So I said, it's probably oh, just, oh, it's you probably thought you were going to get this sale. I know. Oh. I, it's probably just easier that I grab it. And <laughs> now how do you, how, how do you feel when it's non-commission and someone is fighting for their life? Like it is commission. Sit down, sit, take a seat. It's for this good of the store. Rest. You're going to give yourself wrinkles. Let, let, in, let Jeanette take the sale. Literally. It's, it's crazy. It's not that deep. Well, you know who used to do it? Who? <laughs> the, the door master. The door master. <laughs> Bleep it. Of course. of course, but please share. Sh- sh- share what that term means and how she earned said title. I just made it up. But can you explain to the audience what, um, what makes what makes well, it's, a, it's just, a new it's a new retail term that we're starting like, right now. The door master. That's my sale. What makes a that's door my master. sale? Okay, okay. We're but like before they've even looked at a shirt. You're right? not making no. It's I'm like no. It, it'll be like. There's eight people in the store and she is, this person is helping four of them at once and I am not helping anybody. And I say, hey, hey, Mm -hmm. fuck. Hey, Mm -hmm. would you like me to (laughs) ring these gals up for you? These dears And she says, no, I don't. It's Mm -hmm. my sale. And I say, we don't get commission here, babe. (laughs) It really does not matter. It's the store's sale. It matters not. So that's funny. That's something that's made me chuckle a couple times. What What are... Coworkial things, whether in your current one, maybe at the grocery store. What are coworker faux pas in retail? I think commissions, one of them. The bloodbath of commission Correct. or not making commission. Um, I'll say like I've worked for not the manager that I have right now, but I've worked hmm. for I've worked under I've worked under a lot of managers who are like they love the title. Is that where you're going with that or not? People who apply, like, like they really are like this is my title. I'm not doing people that. People who apply Five for thousand. managerial positions are kind of like assholes mm-hmm. already. Yeah, not uh, not always, but mm-hmm. like you're attracted to that power. You're attracted to that title, mm-hmm. and it's just like the amount of bad, the amount of like nasty, rude, again, this, mm-hmm. the per- manager I'm working for right now is not nasty and rude at any no, of those No, but it's anywhere. It, I it's, mean, like when Maria, at Maria's job, we can name drop everything, Reformation, Boston, Newberry Street, visit her, she's ding. a bitch. Um, 
<laughs> she had, Marie only works there part-time on the weekends. That's not her job. But there was this part-time girl who was just like a sales associate and she like got a promotion to a key holder. And like Maria said, she like lost it like oh. with the power. Oh like my God. she was like, oh like, my God. She, like now that she's going to be, you know, stepping into this managerial where she's not really going to be available to do, you know, sales and other domestic things. Well, so she's it, really stepping into her You know what's funny to me power. is that is such an obvious sign that you're insecure about your ability to do this role. Yeah. Because if you were comfortable with the fact that you could do the role, you would just be chill. Yeah. And you just manage. I guess, and maybe the titles mean something like, I don't know, a bigger store like Target or something like yeah. that. Like it really matters. But like... When you're at like smaller places where there's a staff of like 10 people, you're all just going to end up doing the same thing. Because there's so few of you're you. Not you're a, all going to share the you're task not better of things. Than, you're not. But yeah, there's some people oh, that, you oh, know. Oh, oh, The manager I had at Starbucks, mm. um, Boston Common, fucking Kate. She's probably not even there Kate. anymore. Oh, I bet she's not. But if she's listening, Kate. Starbucks has never held Kate, on to Kate, you're a like fucking that. cunt. <laughs> where do you think she works now? I I hope she's. Probably Walmart and Rue One. I hope she's. She should be so goddamn lucky, honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, I hope she's not on this plane um, of existence. <sighs> she, let me tell you girls a story. Gather round. Hearts gather round. Hearts. I worked at Starbucks Boston Commons twice. I ghosted them twice. I ghosted Kate twice. And that shows how desperate they are. Same with duck tours. Oh, you ghost them and they'll still need you because they're so back. desperate. And I said, okay, baby, I'll give you a month. Um... She mm-hmm. was the mm-hmm. worst okay. manager ever. She, We were so short-staffed. And this, you guys, Starbucks, Boston Common, like Marathon in the weekend. spring, in the summer, mm-hmm. on those first couple nice days. And those of you it, who haven't been to Boston, it's literally right across the street from the like main park in Boston. It was madness. I mean, I imagine working at any Starbucks in Boston is madness. I plus get that. Plus the tourists, plus the assholes who live in Beacon Hill. Plus, for the most entitled. It's like more expensive than Beverly Hills. Like it's a massively expensive neighborhood with some really cocky women with babies and Yorkies and it's just an issue. That part. but so, Coming in with their dog and baby stroller taking up way too much space. Yep. This probably is, complaining that they had to go up those two steps to get into the store. Ding. Um, this Should is, this whole episode be about that fucking Starbucks? It really could be. When the tourists took my lemon loaf, nothing made me more irate. Um, remember when I used to bring home free stuff from Starbucks? Oh. That was fierce. And when there was a lemon loaf left at the end of the oh, night, it's rare. But, oh. oh, it's rare. But when it happens, oh. it's oh so good. No, but my last my day ever quiver. working at Starbucks, it was in the spring of 2019, I guess, probably. Um, and it was one of those days. It was so busy. If you mm-hmm. ordered, we were, there were, there were, Mm-hmm. Two Probably. of us on oh bar and one of us on cash register. Three people who were ru- who was running the the little heating up of the food. Kate, the person at the front register. Mm-hmm. That's who. The person also taking orders. And where was Catherine? In the back. Mm-hmm. Ready? So we're it's it's taking if you order your drink or food, if you order a drink, we won't even get your sticker for an hour. <gasps> That's where we were at. No joke, Kai. No joke. And Kate. Walks out of the back and says, okay, guys, I'm headed out. Have a nice weekend. Was her shift over? Yep. And ditch and b- fucking and left. left. Like that. As and, a store manager. Yep. And so people are like, "Where's where the fuck's my drink? And I started telling people when they walked in, I said, just so you know, if you order your drink, it's going to take an hour to even get here. And they still would. And they'd be yelling at me to, in 10 minutes. And I said, you of guys, course. like. I warned you. I, 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 I don't have your sticker. There's nothing I can do, whatever. And I stood up on a chair. And I said, hello, mm-hmm. if anybody has any complaint issue, I said, I get it. My Support manager's, my manager's card with her name, email, and phone number is over on that, de- on that desk right there. Uh-huh. I implore you to grab one for <laughs> yourself and your dead. friends and call <laughs> her up. I do. And that was the last day I ever worked there. I emailed her that night. I said, I think that you're nasty. I think that you talk nasty about your employees. I think that you're an awful manager. And I think... Well, and I think you used to say, like, she would just be chilling in the back. You guys are, like, busting your ass. And then she would just come out and just create, like, why is this here? Correct. And just, like, be nasty. Like, why don't you run some water through one of those cups? But that's, like, all... That's, like, Starbucks... Period. I mean, to a T. Like, Period. so many people have awful, awful, awful. Oh my god! I just put the, I just put the F word phone login into my phone. I need to get out of here. Um. 
<laughs> blocked. I mean, not blocked. Bleeped. Um, bleeped. No, um, that will get you into like the JP Morgan bank account. That four digit code, okay? Which. <laughs> Oh. Super inventive, guys. Um, Studio 54. Oh, should we talk about short staffing? Of course. Awful. I haven't... Since the pandemic, I feel like well, everywhere... Pan- before, I mean, your Starbucks short staffing was before, but even post-pandemic oh has God. really been... I mean, we were out here running shops with one or two people, yeah. some two-story stores. I mean, it was... And you know what's crazy? There. It's, what's crazy to me is even through short staffing, how people don't care. Like... Oh, you customers. could tell people, you could tell customers like, oh yeah, I'm here by myself today. They don't care. And like, hmm, that sucks. Yeah. Where's my extra small talk? I still want five items and I want you to wrap them all separately. Even though, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I still want my five items wrapped in tissue paper boxed with a bow while you have five other people waiting to check yeah, out. Yeah, and you have to go downstairs to do that and leave the sales floor completely unattended for But I'm really minutes. sorry that's you're dealing with that. Yeah, I'm sorry <laughs> that you're short style. Yeah, no, people's like, oh, and then people, oh, well, do you have anything else left about short staff? It just like. It kills. Like, it, it's, it, I don't think anyone will really truly understand so how you're devastating. No. How devastating no. your day will go. No, because you don't understand that, like, the, all those tasks still have to get done. Mm-hmm. You just have to do them all. Mm-hmm. Like, from open up the store, clean in. Ringing people out, folding shit, restocking the floor. And th- that's the thing that I don't think people real like. People kind of like, yeah, whatever. You have to fold stuff, but they mm-hmm. don't. You don't understand like what it's like to fold, especially if you work at a place where there's like very specific folding standards. Mm-hmm. Like if you work in H and M, baby, I'd just be fucking throwing shit at the They'll wall. They'll throw anything right from the box onto the sales floor. But if like. You don't understand what it's like. I take that to, back. That's probably disrespectful to an H and M visual merchandiser. I'm sure that I'm and I see you and I appreciate I, you. I, we, <laughs> we see, we hear you, that we feel rude. you for sure. I take that back. No, of course, everyone has their own like set of standards, whatever. But I mean, at, at an what a, like at an H and M, it's su- such a like massive it's store. Big box. It, it, it's put it on a hanger or like, yeah, like uh, they're the, not the too fold. worried about like fold. You yeah. know, like like they're not cuffing the sleeves. That, that, that's what I mean. Um... But to have to have to fold and refold and refold all for for yeah. eight hours, like you just like don't understand what that's like. It's crazy. <laughs> like, and so having that one person come in that's not going to buy anything ten minutes before you close, pick everything up. Mm-hmm. It really does feel like a knife and then a twist. And I know you're not, obviously like every brand would never want you to do this, but like in my retail profession if there's one thing i've learned it's how to make customers really uncomfortable in the last 15 minutes i'm talking kill the music kill half the lights have the cash drawer counted and closed down and if you're in a store big enough where it's not a cash hazard talking about counting the cash while the customer's in there so they see that you're closing jingle those quarters for them let them know you're counting that cash drawer down oh, I'm sorry, I just closed my cat. Like, let them know. You know, make their last 15 minutes super uncomfortable. It's the best you can do for yourself if you're going to do a three-minute a three minute close. And we're going to go count our cash <laughs> and take a break. Okay, yeah. Or no, not. I love that. I love that. Yeah. If this, I'm he, really this into segment, that. tip and tricks for dealing with customers. I'm really, really into so, that. Um, make them uncomfortable in the last 10 minutes. Another thing I do have to say is some retailers don't play music that uh, is actually fitting to their Ooh, um, mantra because um, I've been hearing some songs lately that like literally make me like want to kill myself like lyrically and like sonically playing in um, you know a store that is just like very about like good energy I think you're referring to a young company that's using a new music service and they're just trying to figure their way around the music curators and I just feel um, that that's small... and I think you're just taking something a little too personal but that's I... out of some of our hands but I do <laughs> But I, I don't know who that brand is. I just no. know that you're being pointed right now. But I do feel that true good energy is allowing the employees to pick the music they want to listen to. We went to, I think retail as a whole, like as a retail employee, like people will tell you like, 
it's always nice when you have the luxury or find a workaround. Like at Fat Face, there was music. We just found a way to plug our own cord in and get our own situation going. But I think there's been a lot of um, disappointment from the employees playing music as far as profanity and other things. Yes. Um, and we've lost the privilege as employees to do so because that. it was ruined for us. And I get that. Because I 100% agree, like, let the vibe... Well, it should be branded to fit the store, but also sometimes it's nice to play music that, like, ref- reflects the team working there. Yeah. And it gets the energy right. No, but right. the thing is, I'm all but down... But then I go to some stores and I'm getting, like hillbilly hick country not like fun uppy country but like backwoodsy country too um and it's just like ah! and, he and, can, just and like, he can say that because he's from wisconsin yeah so it's just like i don't know because sometimes the 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 employees pick something that's so wrong no, for the brands no but i but i feel like nice there freedom. should be something where like things to choose from like like okay let's make a playlist and then i mean it is a lot of work i get like if we were to send the playlist to someone that they have to approve every song like i that can't 100%. really work but i they get used that to do it actually i it just like i i sometimes i do want to like really kind of like rip my fucking mm-hmm. ears off of my face i'll tell you right now whatever brand you're potentially talking about that their music was really bad before and that this is a step in a better direction hey there's some there's like four or five songs that come on that i say okay babe like let's there, there go. is a um amber mark remix in there, there is that and gets it's, me. it came on today it, i said it collects i heard me. that like Oh, and I was like, because ah. I've heard this brand also plays their store music at the office, so that like they can keep tabs on it and help like update it and make it a little bit better. Okay. So, well, I have noticed. So, that- so that's how some of those office employees potentially would have heard that music that's also playing in said brand store. Well, I have noticed, or I would have noticed <laughs> if I had you know known whatever that this brand has been updating their yeah. playlist. But I've where's heard- the rest of Amber Mark? You know. Where's you can't her, just have where's one her disco? remix. Yeah. Well, and also, um, what what was I going to um, say? It's music related. So, like music makes or breaks oh, the oh, work. Oh, 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 that part. Me and um, one of my coworkers uh, one day when I was mod, mm-hmm. um, we did play our own music. We just decided to like really go off the grain, and we played the R and B playlist on Sonos. Ooh. Yeah. Um, and we. We only did it for like an hour because we did have to switch it because it there was Profan. like an inappropriate song that came on. I wonder if there's a setting where you can say like skip. I know, right? But I for that hour, was, Kai, the vibes were right. Me and this fellow coworker were literally vibing, dancing in the storefront, and like even Coach, I used to dance. What? In. What better good? What better good vibes than this? <laughs> than the girlies dancing. Then, then your employees like frolicking in your when around we all your clothes. Made the fat face playlist. Oh we took God. so long; it was like twenty two hours long, so we wouldn't have to have it like repeat the same songs in a day. Oh my God, but amazing! But all clean, like just we just always would just dump whatever clean. Yeah, I remember you upbeat. used to like. Oh, I love this song. Yeah. I'm adding it to my playlist, and I'm adding it to the work. The work playlist. playlist. If it's clean, and they add it to the workplace, so it's nice, you know, to keep the girls happy. Yeah. Um, now what's the, like, what's the big, like, like, corporate, ver- like, okay, the corporate and, like, in uh, the actual stores, like, what is the biggest, like, miscommunication or misunderstanding? Because I feel like you always hear, like, re- like retail employees being, like, all, like, fuck corporate or Honestly, whatever. Honestly, the same, that beef is the same that customers have about retail it's really about the world versus do we need to pause no it's really about the world's perception of store employees versus office employees and that goes inside the retail community but also with the customers is that there's just there's such a separation not a re- like people truly do not understand what it means to work in a shop like you really are like a small business owner because you're literally there doing every little thing. And it's just one of those things like people just don't think about everything that you go through to get the job done plus interact with people. That's the biggest thing about it. And people just don't get that. So like a lot of corporate people are like, you know, store people are just like, get it. I'm like, I don't get why they don't get things done on time and blah, blah, blah and all that. And then... Of course, store's perspective of office people is like, oh, they just sit around at a desk all day and do nothing. And neither is true. Yeah. The mis- so your question is, what's the miscommunication? The miscommunication is that neither side knows what either's doing. Correct. They, they have one perception of like, okay, 
corporate thinks store people, you're just there to ring a cash sale out. Why can't you do your job? And then the perception of retail to corporate is that corporate people are just sitting at the computer doing nothing, which they also have super stressful jobs, yeah, just course. different kind. But the miscommunication really is no one understanding what really goes in to get a job done. Yeah. Well, because I and think I don't really lot- know how you fix that. I mean, obviously, I guess being transparent and like doing more meet and greets and show like how to do it. But they're also like store people are always at a dis- disadvantage because even customers treat them that they're lesser than. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you- you're just a store You're getting employee. it from like, like all sides. I thought, like I, when I was around the other day, I heard that woman say to you, and she was so nice and like, right? but but she was like, oh, you know, I used to work in retail too, like in my young 20s before I got a real job. Yeah. Okay, well, this is a job. And also, it's, is it my preferred job? No. And also, you're, but it is a job. That was sixty years ago. Mm-hmm, so correct. like, a lot's changed, Tatsulu. Yeah. No, but the, the other. But thing, like, that's the thing, though. Like, people yeah. call, oh, like I got my first big girl job. I got my first like a job's a job. A job, like yeah. And again, like you said, basically small business owners. Like, mm-hmm. what do you think? Like. All the, so what? All these people on this street that work in these boutiques, they these are just playing. They're just playing around. Yeah, like they, they're, they, 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 like they have, cosplay. I mean, there's people whose entire careers are in store management, and they'll never move to corporate. Like this, and, like this is their career. They start as a sales associate and work their way up. As someone would start as an associate at an office and move their way up. Like yes, but I think another thing too crazy. is like people that work in retail that go to corporate. Once they go to corporate, they usually aren't going to go back to retail. Correct. And then people, and in, that's because they find like, oh, I can be no, treated. No, like, and then a lot of people right. in corporate, like, so then those people who whatever like move from retail to corporate they think that they have an idea of what it's like to work in a store and they do for a little bit but then Until as they get time, so out of it that's what mm-hmm. i mean as time passes you do forget a little and you do and, and we're talking it like changes. It, like they'll get into the office in like 20 30 40 years later Correct. after they're out of that and like working like, working at a store anywhere pre and post pandemic is already like so vastly different 100% and so like People who haven't worked in a retail store in three years aren't going to get that. They're yeah. not understanding exactly like the it's new. The, it's the small little things every fucking day that yeah. add up. Yeah, correct. It's crazy. It is crazy. And it's just like it. That's why. But like no one's willing to admit that. Like people in a lot of people in corporate are so like up themselves because they're like, I'm in a managerial position mm-hmm. and I'm just like better than these people and yeah. whatever. Not everybody, but like. No, not everyone. But there's the pers- because the thing is, <coughs> and this just goes back to every single person's job makes money in a different way. Correct. You're impacting the business in a different way. The people at the store, you're actually selling the product and make sure it goes home with people. That's a very important job. If those people aren't there doing it, you're not actually making the money. But yeah, there's the perception like everyone thinks, I mean, and everyone's role is important, but they're like, you know, if you're the one picking stuff out or you're the, your one specific job is picking colors for a shirt. That's like, you know, they feel like that's like, if they didn't have me here picking those colors and this whole company wouldn't make money. Like it's that perception. When, 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 and here's the thing, here's the truth is like all of those jobs are important, but, but you could really, also be replaced. But really a good store manager and a good color picker, mm-hmm. which one is more valuable? Which one has more skills? Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like, and a lot of people would hate, which one is actually more valuable to the business. And office jobs are also super easy to fail. Like you can, lose that buyer who's choosing colors and fill that role in a week. Whereas if you lose your store manager, you're fucked. You are fucked. Until you can find a new store manager, get the floor covered, all that. So that person not being there at that moment is more valuable because you're losing actual sales dollars Correct. when you're when you've lost someone from your management team in a store. Correct. But you know. What are you gonna do? I mean it happens every day. Every fucking day. Um that being said, loving being a corporate girly. Yeah, I mean, obvi- <laughs> well, here's the thing, obviously. Because like, I like not being mistreated. That's the that's mm-hmm. the thing is, and you can acknowledge that about, like, like your My doing- life is seen, ne- and I'm not saying, I mean, anyone who knows me knows how hard I work and how much I have going on, but will still always beat being in a storm. Yeah. Because there really is, like, people really treat you different in and out of work. Yes. Like, the way I used... It's so funny. I was just talking about this. Like, even when I used to, like, chat with a guy, say, on Tinder or Grind or whatever, something like that, and they'd be like, oh, what do you do? And it's like, ever since I've told them, like, oh, you know, this is my job. Like, I work at the office here. Everyone's like, oh, that's so cool. Yeah. Blah, 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 blah. Where when I, like, 
was when I was a store leader, when I was a lead, whatever, when I was just like, oh, I work at this store. They're like, oh. Yeah. And you like, don't, oh, and okay. they they're not thinking about the fact that okay, well, I ju- I've made this company twenty k in mm-hmm. the last yeah. week, and that's the only reason that they're mm-hmm. able to keep. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, but like that's the stigma. Like, and that doesn't make going to work feel any better when in your everyday life, when you work at a cafe, you and work like, at a clothing store, when people are like, oh, you work at a store, and oh. like we've talked about, mm-hmm. it's not like a lot of managers are. A lot of managers are not good. A lot of managers are either not good managers or sure. they're nasty or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so, like, okay, you're going into a store where you're going to get mistreated by the customers, mm-hmm. where nobody in the public respects your job. Yeah. And where even your own, like, managerial team is not really supporting you. Yeah. It's just, like, you're really f- in the trenches fighting for your life. Yeah. And it's like that. It, mm-hmm. It's like that whether you're working at Stop and Shop or Dunks or Duck Tours or Starbucks or... And I, yeah, I've uh, really, at all levels, s- felt like I'm mid drowning. to mid-growing at business. A f- exactly. At a small boutique kind of store. A store that had four team members when I worked at a full-blown department store. Chaos at every level. Yeah, you don't really... Every business, every kind, any volume, whatever it is, chaos. You can't break through it until you're out of that customer interaction Mm -hmm. phase. Because that's that's the the part that's the most draining. And then customers make it the worst. And don't get me wrong, there's some good customers that do actually make your day sometimes. You're like, like, that really warms my heart. We saw Tina Fey yesterday. Mm. Oh my God! ah! We love Tina. Tina Turner. We do love Tina. Um... But yeah, they really just bring you down by doing the same exact... Like I said, there's only four kinds of people and they just do the same thing to bring you down. because people are narcissists and they are acting because they're trying to be... They're trying to like... And also... Oh, wait a minute. We're... Oh. Oh. Are the girls running out of time? No, we're going to take a break and we're going to come back because I have something to say. My name is Tyler and I have something to say. My name is Tyler and I have something to say. These people, like, we've talked about it on the pod before, obviously, but like, people hate themselves so fucking much that like, and you just need to let me talk. You just need to let me rant right now because I could literally go for hours, but I'm going to try to like be succinct, whatever. But it's something I've noticed in the last month. Like, it's like crazy because working in clothes, it's different, obviously. People hate and are so terrified to look in the mirror at themselves just at who they are inside and out and like the comments that they people hate fatness so or people people don't hate fatness they hate themselves and they hate to see a fat person being able to be confident because it makes them realize oh i can't just be like Small. I, I can't just be skinny. I actually have mm-hmm. to be good at something or talented or like a good or have person. A personality. Yeah. But the people that like refuse to even try on an XL when the large clearly doesn't fit and you'd be more comfortable. And they say things like, oh no, even in front of me, they say mm-hmm. things like, oh no, even having an XL on my body makes me uncomfortable. Or like, and, and just, they'll be like, I'm never, I oh would my never God. be an XL. Or like, oh yeah, like unfortunately, like, you know. Uh, hopefully one day I'll be able to just constant, like every interaction is like, and I'm like, you people like are so miserable and you have, none of you have anything going for you because you are just like you, first of all, you all have eating disorders. You Mm -hmm. all have body dysmorphia. You're all like, and And we do, we can thank the fashion industry for some of that. And they (laughs) just like, and and like you know my and other and then they use and, retail employees as therapists and my other coworkers are perfectly fine to enable in that conversation because totally. they're they're also, also fit skinny smaller. or fit so they can like relate yeah. to that because everybody hates fatness yeah but me I literally do not laugh I do not I literally go okay and then like turn around and sometimes yeah. I even like let someone else like I mean handle what are you it. supposed to because I'm like you you can clearly see that like I like what you want me to like. So what are you expecting to get? You want me to disparage my own body, mm-hmm. even though I find myself super sexy? Because like I'm yeah, a are two, they looking for you to be like, oh like, well, I wear you know two X, so you should feel fine about the XL. Yeah, exactly. Like, and I'm like, get the fuck out of my store. Like you're fucking weird. That's like a, the time. I mean, I don't have the experience that you do with that scenario, but there was yeah. a customer that there was like two guys there like just friends but yeah the guy was trying he was like on a medium and he definitely need to go like two sizes up so i just like was like 
I was like, you know, that's seen because he asked me, what do you think? And even his friend was like, oh, that looks tight. So I was like, we grabbed the large and it was still a little tight. I'm like, let me just get you the XL. And he goes, oh, my friend has never been an XL. He goes, no, 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 he won't need the XL. I'm like, well, we've tried the medium and the large. And, and it's and, and it's, I said, and it, and it appears that we've come to the point that he's going to wear the XL. That part. And, or he's and, not going to buy And the it's shirt. really sad too, because I'm sure there are retail employees who are so like, insecure and obsessed with themselves that they do yeah. judge customers for having to do that. But like... Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, whatever. But it is just so, like, exhausting all day mm-hmm. to be, like, being used as... To make people feel better about their and bodies because I'm And you really are just I'm listening fat. to it every day while they're in that fitting room. Constantly. There, like- and I'm like... Nothing that you say or do is going to make me feel like I'm not sexy. Like, so... Yeah. So uh, that's why I, I just, like... Okay, cool. If that's how you, I literally go, okay, if that's how you feel, mm-hmm. and then turn around. Because, like, you're a freak and you yeah. know who you're talking to. It's like when a yeah. really sexy, sexy, quote unquote, oh. straight man is like or being females. Anyway, I listen to females do it too. Are, are oh, you going to no. say, like, I was going to say flirt with you or oh, like flirt like, okay, act, okay, okay, like, okay. like I'm comparing it to when like a really, really hot guy will act like flirty with like, uh, obviously gay guy and it's like you know that I'm gay and like you know that you're hot so like yeah. you know that I'm like you know it's kind of like that it's like exactly. you're egging it on you know that to I'm to make fat. yourself feel better yeah you know that like yeah that's actually the perfect analogy right because straight guys do it to gays all the time all the time because they'll be like oh it's just a joke but you love it like you're getting something out of this yeah and I get to yeah that makes sense so like that has really like Every time it happens, I'm getting more and more like, Haha, I don't know. You're fucking hilarious. Like, so, all, okay, so you've just told me right here, right now, that the only thing that you value about yourself is your skinniness. Yeah. And that's honestly, like, that's why people hate, hate, that's why people hate fat people so much. It's because yeah. when you see a fat person, I already said this, when you see a fat person being confident and feeling truly like sexy and like whatever, a skinny person can't see that because everybody like... Because like, they're like my personality's running every day. Yes. And that that makes me look good. That makes me happy. And that make, will make other people like me. Correct. So if they see fat people... That are not doing that just like them, with also tons of friends and happy and with someone, blah blah blah. That pisses them off because it's they're not- like because they're waking up at six a.m. every morning, drinking a smoothie for three meals a day and going for a run. Well, can I also for, say something? Can I say something? Success. These people that are fitness bumps, buffs that are like absolutely jacked that are going to the gym, you have an eating disorder. Like you, you yeah. straight. If you literally are only allowing yourself to eat two things because truly the only and calorie capping the yourself. The only reason you're doing that is so that you don't get made fun of for being fat. Yes. That's the only reason thing. you're mm-hmm. doing that. And you can't convince me otherwise. Yeah. And even, even, yeah. even the other day, I'll fucking bleep it. He was like, oh no, I'm not, because he's going to listen to the podcast. So I don't even want to, I'll tell you about it after. So we're going to cut this whole thing. Yeah, but yeah. He, he was like, he, or maybe I'll keep it in. I don't really give a fuck. He was like, uh, we were talking about this and I was telling him about how customers do this all the time. Yeah. And he said, he said, and I quote, and yeah, if he said, yeah, if you're that unhappy with your body, like do something about it. And I said, you're missing, and you're not getting yeah, it's what a, I'm, it's fat about, people don't have to, like, mm-hmm. we're not, not like, I don't want to be skinny. Yeah. I don't want to be skinnier. That's not my goal. That's not fat people's goal. Like, Correct. Well, and that's the thing. It's like, if that is your goal because you need it for whatever reason to dodge being made fun of or you want to, then you can do so. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. if you're fat and you want to be skinny, you can go do so. But exactly what you said is, that's not every fat person's goal. Correct. And another, like... Another, like, not everyone sits around wondering, is like, wishing like, they were small. Fat does not equal unhealthy. I am like, Correct. every time I go to the doctors, I am in pristine health. Mm-hmm. I can run. I can, I my, like, cholesterol is great. My, my all the all the tests they mm-hmm. do, everything's great. I, one time, like, was bending, like, squatting. And, like, can ride dick like a champ. Like, I can mm-hmm. squat, baby. Like, you, you don't have to worry about me. Like, I can bend down. I can, yeah. I'm flexible, like, whatever. And I was, like, bending down to, like, do this woman, like, this, uh, like, measuring at Mm -hmm. work. And she was like, oh, like, let me do it. You seem like you're having a really hard time bending down. And I was, do Mm -hmm. I seem like I'm having a hard time? Because, like, I do this on your husband's dick every Tuesday night. So, Uh like, it's going fine there. 
So it's just like that. I just took up an entire segment to talk about that, but it's crazy. It's a continuation of our fat fashion episode, but... Correct. The insecurity that lies within Mm -hmm. the retail customer is absolutely It's an extension of the toxic fashion world. And sample sizing all that. It has to... I mean, this literally is a continuation of it. And then you get to live it every fucking day. And you get to sit and listen. It gets really awkward sometimes. And for you, it's more uncomfortable because they're making these rude comments about themselves right in front of you, which is like a backhanded insult. But in general, people do it to all retail employees all the time. And you're like, how are you supposed to respond? Like, you're basically telling me right now you're going to kill yourself. What am I supposed to say? No, no, don't. Well, like, what What are you looking for? The other thing is, is like... Are, like, they want you to talk them off the ledge. Like, what are they looking for? The other thing is, is like, if you, if I, if we can't have this experience where we're being honest about mm-hmm. your body and like, what you want out of the clothes, yeah. which they do, the way that they do that is by saying, like, what, order it online so many people, and do this. So at many home. people's fashions set, like, sense is about covering mm-hmm. fat area, areas yeah. on their bodies and with like more stripes fat. Stripes and colors, and I won't wear these colors for this, and I want, and I can't and have anything that has this cut out. I can't they, have it too short here. And like, that is so sad. Mm-hmm. You are le- leading such a sad life, old woman. Mm-hmm. And especially these, like, 60-year-old women. I'm like, what? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, totally. Um, but, like... Like, no like one you're can, gonna, like, like, no, no one cares, and the people who do shouldn't be in your life. Correct. You should keep people around you who, if your fupa's out, don't give a fuck. Correct. And if they do, then don't have them around you. And if they hate fatness that much, they don't hate fat. They don't hate fatness. They hate themselves and they're taking it out on you. They're nervous that they'll get to that point. You know? They're like, I I could never. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's honestly just like disgusting. But it's uh, it's all mental illness. That we were trained to have. Yeah. But it's just like... It boggles my mind every day that there's people that just like... But like, if they're so unhappy like that, why are they going to stores to continue? Order online and have yourself a a pity party at home. Because they're energy-sucking, soul-sucking vampires and they literally feed off of that negative interaction of making mm-hmm. you feel bad. Like, and they that goes literally, at any sense when they're yelling at you at the register because yes, their coupon's they not make fucking you, work. They get out of the house to go beat up on society. They get The coffee off. workers, the clothing store, like, whatever they can. These people that, frankly, are already working some of the hardest jobs. Mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. it boggles my mind. I guess, point of the pod this week is just, like... Be nice to the girl. Be nice to your... Like, first of all, be aware of yourself. Look in the mirror, mm-hmm. be realistic, and be, com- be, like, truly, like... You're no better. Loving and yourself no is like whatever, yeah, but yeah. just like be. It's not about loving yourself. It's about being a decent human being. Correct. It's and like be aware of what like personal issues you have and don't that unload you, that on that you are unloading strangers. onto your everyday Starbucks barista or your everyday local Close boutique employee. Uh huh. <laughs> or the person making your fucking juice press, or the person mm-hmm. working the front counter at the gym, or what the fuck ever. Like just. Don't be, you don't even have to be nice. You don't. I prefer just know, say hello when you walk in. You don't even Grab your have shirt to and be, then hand me your card. Sometimes being hand nice, like card. we talked about, is, an, uh, you're acting. Exhausting. It's, it's exhausting. And you're both acting. It's fake. It's small talk. Correct. You're exhausting me. Correct. I'll just say hi when you walk in and when welcome you're ready in. to check out, you let me know. I say welcome in, let me know if you have any questions. And you know what? Most customers don't want to chitty chat back and forth and they, they don't browse. want that forced interaction. They're, and when you do start you know, fake chitty chatting with them, then you wrap yourself up into a toxic mess. And then you like kind of, you can also uh, ruin the sale that way because mm-hmm. they don't want to talk. Mm-hmm. So, so moral of the pod, treat Retail people, sucks, but keep it going, keep girls. It keep it pushing. Bussing. Keep those sales goals <laughs> up, girls. <laughs> um, is UPT like a general term? Yeah. Keep that UPT up, <laughs> gals. Keep that AOV sky rocketing. Okay. Bam. Bam. Bottoms out. Uh, uh. Thank you so much for listening to another delicious episode of Bottoms Up. We would love if you would subscribe, follow, and leave a review wherever you listen to fierce podcasts. 
Follow the bottoms, Tyler at It's Big Tie on Instagram and Kyler at Kai to the Lure on Instagram. And follow Bottoms Up on Instagram at Bottoms Up Pod. We love to hear from you, so feel free to DM us on Instagram or email us at bottomsuppod69 at gmail.com. Bottoms out. Ow! Bye, <laughs> <Bitus. laughs>